Archives Unlimited. Welcome to Archives Unlimited. I almost, my brain tried to make me say the Unlimited Cities. <laughs> we're not quite just that taking their podcast yet. <laughs> not yet. We're, we're not, we're not at the point where we're, um, wife swapping as it were. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're not, we're not doing each other's jobs yet. Maybe someday. Maybe someday. Maybe someday we'll all get big enough and my brain thought ahead of me to trying to take a Baco episode and cried. Oh, God. I, uh, I, <laughs> I'd simply pass away. Yeah. I would simply, like, I I look at stats. I know somewhat what they mean, but, like, trying to, like, make sense of them? No, thank you. I couldn't, I could probably guess what the apple stats tell you but i i couldn't tell you whether they're good or not <laughs> we're here to um, lore those apple stats yeah yes we're, we're here to turn incredible unthwack into i don't remember what unthwack does i we're here to turn it into cool things to think about when you watch a, a player play or cool things to draw or yeah right or exactly exactly and today we're talking about Basilio Fig. Yeah, should we introduce our... ourselves? Yes, I'm Frog. <laughs> I use he, they pronouns. I'm Bluey, I use uh, they, them pronouns. And I'm Gob, I use they, it pronouns. <laughs> and of us all today, I am the only uh, not double teamer as of recording. Which <laughs> <Yeah>. is, <laughs> I'm rubbing my hands together, I'm very excited about this because, um... What I'd like to do with my episode formats here on tentative name Frog's Deep Dives <laughs> is I will do a deep dive on a player or topic or insert thing here. And I will, I will take one or more people who don't know about that topic and tell them just everything I could possibly find about it. Hell yeah. I'm really excited for that. I'm also very excited. I like to, we are, I guess we are the stand-ins for you, the audience. And mm -hmm. <laughs> hopefully we will say, we will telepathically, like, hear everything that you're wondering at the same time, and we can, like, transmit it directly to Frog. So it's yeah. like we're all sitting at the same table. <laughs> we're holding a seance to pre precognate? Yes. That be the, yeah, precognate. The way you would chop up that word. But today we're talking about Basilio Fig, former Friday, longtime taco. Very long time. Longer. It's not hard to be longer, a taco longer than they were a Friday. Yeah, I think Fig uh, was only a Friday for like less than a season, maybe? I think once you do the math, it's about half a season. Oh, wow. Oh, give or take. Holy yeah. not, ca not counting playoffs. But since this was back in season three four i i don't think we need to count playoffs <laughs> for the, the 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 kings and kings of party time us and the fridays yeah neither us or the fridays were getting into uh the playoffs <laughs> we were holding down hands at the bottom of the board just constantly mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like right up until season 12 yeah 12 that's usually how it uh, is. yeah that sounds about right to start us off, I have here the official record from the wiki and some embellishments from myself on our dear fig. Just to start us off with some hard numbers and facts. Just, just a, a bit of a groundwork, mm -hmm. as it were. And 
there is a rich, rich groundwork for our dear fig. They hatched on season three, day 76, in the first half of a Tacos Friday Fridays game, taking place in LA. Oh, so it was like that one. That's at very home. interesting. Like very oh, late well, in the well, season. at home. Or at home now. for us, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, they replaced the player Hendrix Wrangle, who was in turn preceded by a, the player Fitzgerald Massey. Mm-hmm. Massey was a starting player on the lineup for the Fridays, which it would make sense. It's only season three after all. Yeah. Uh, but Hendrix was hatched just the season before on day 13 of season two. Mm-hmm. Right. A replacement yeah. of a replacement. Yeah. So already yes. we have this like uh, this incineration chain. Yeah. And wait. Yeah. Massey was the first actual like in-game incineration. So that's. Was That's right. Oh, right. Or, yeah. Were they? They used they, them. Yeah. Fitzgerald I, Massey. I didn't see that on their Wikipedia, Blazepedia page. <laughs> yeah, because uh, Jalen Hot Dog Fingers was the first ever, but then that was like in the election. That was an election. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Day 13. Yeah, that would. Dang, that's absolutely my brain is expanding <laughs> as we speak. <laughs> um, Massey had no lore to speak of, unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately, it kind of makes sense for a lineup player who lived for a season. Yeah, that's like very yeah. early. If you're not Jalen Hot Dog Fingers in season one, two, unfortunately, you're a little shit out of luck. If you yeah, have. a lot of yeah. these like a lot of Massey lore is post mortem, like in terms of like hauntings. That's usually where you'll get the most like vibes out of any like dead player. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's how it goes for like a lot of like very early incinerations because like, you know, that was at the time when baseball fans were still kind of figuring out what they wanted to do in general. Mm -hmm. You bring up kind of a blind spot I didn't realize I had, Gob. (laughs) I didn't even think about possessions because I I did a deep dive on Fig. Mm -hmm. I did try to... What I'd really like to do someday is to be able to go to other teams' mm-hmm. Discord servers or where they hang out and ask them questions about a player for things like this. But in the case of Fig, we have we 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 made all the lore. Yes. Yeah. They were with the Fridays for two seconds in the grand scheme of things. I was I was going to ask about that, uh, and I think that's a question we'll get to later about like the design of Fig. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we did get Fig's visage, Mm -hmm. visage. Mm -hmm. I I don't know if, I hear it pronounced visage, but I don't know if the ones pronouncing it are goofing or not. Honestly, I have no idea. (laughs) Sounds either way works, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, I think it might be either way. The the palm tree visual did come from the Fridays. Okay, that's what I was wondering. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember, like, uh, we were discussing that because, like, a lot of people were confused why Basilia fig isn't like a fig tree, but you know, it makes sense for like a palm tree to be growing in Hawaii. Yeah. Don't they have those in, in, in LA though? Yeah, <laughs> we yes, do actually. Speaking as a Canadian. <laughs> yeah. And I, don't, I don't know. Palm trees grow in grow. both places. Yeah, they do. Yeah, because I, um, I remember like a lot of people were very excited because like some, a lot of the early taco swaps 
were like very fitting, um, very fitting for LA. Like, you know, we got a car dealer, we got a coyote, we got a palm tree and just like, wow, these players like slot in so well with LA. <laughs> yeah. Um, to rewind us back a bit, <laughs> I mentioned that Fitzgerald had no lore, but Hendrix Wrangle, on the other hand, has just some of the juiciest stuff oh. I have ever seen. Okay. I copy and pasted the full chunk from his wiki page, and I'd like to read it for you now. Yeah, go right ahead. Absolutely. His lore is as follows. Hendrix is described as an unknowable being bound in physical form. It was prophesized that one day Hendrix would four-letter redacted word, six-letter redacted word, five-letter redacted word, four-letter redacted word, and six-letter redacted word, four-letter four redacted word, six-letter redacted word, comma, a fabled ten-star player. Oh my god. <laughs> Wrangle referred to the unknowable being bound in physical form as Coach Mike. He insisted that the unknowable being bound in physical form first base coach and an angel. Okay. Base the lore coach. on... The, the next section is titled Incineration and Transformation. During a solar eclipse, a rogue umpire incinerated Wrangle's mortal cage, unleashing his natural form like an extraplanar butterfly emerging from its flaming chrysalis. <laughs> the energy released by his transformation threatened to destroy the entire sovereign nation of Hawaii and caused a tsunami which would devastate the mainland. But disaster uh was averted when fellow Friday's batter Sebastian Sunshine intervened. Sebastian absorbed the force of the explosion and dissipated into nothingness, saving the lives of the remaining players and fans. Incineration is the only way out. Oh, oh yeah. There's a lot going on here. <laughs> yeah. Wow, this is early. This is definitely early lore when we thought incineration was actually a way to get out and we did not oh, oh, know yeah. the hall existed. It's so early. Oh, it's so uh, early. That's really interesting to me because like, they incorporated like the fact that there were two incinerations so like quickly like they they were like mm -hmm. so close together they were in the same inning the mm -hmm. same oh my god same inning yeah. jesus it's insane i went i uh, i have a link i can share with you and we can perhaps put in our description for this episode <laughs> to the before for this game if you'd like to watch it for yourself it's one hell of a game yeah um there's a few things to note about involving Sebastian Sunshine here. Oh, before I forget, it is mentioned that this threatened the entire sovereign nation of Hawaii. Well, this took place in a Tacos home game. <laughs> it is worth mentioning here, this is after the bridge breaks, I believe. But before the Wyatt Masoning. Okay. Oh, so this was like post Grand Slam. If I remember my things correctly, I forgot to check the dates on that exactly. <laughs> but it's things are. Yeah, right. Three days after the Grand Slam. <gasps> oh. If I'm reading things yes. correctly. Mm -hmm. this, uh, yes, it would be. Fig was born. Wow. Okay. My brain is exploding. Yeah. Um,. That feels like they definitely incorporated like that sort of that sort of recent event into while writing the lore for uh, Wrangles. Mm -hmm. It sounds like it. Some things to note about Sebastian Sunshine, in case 
anyone listening doesn't quite recognize that name. Sunshine would go on to be one of the most notable of the Monitor's Hall Stars, in my opinion. I have a soft spot for them. Who helped defeat the Shelled One and were ultimately released. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as I stated before, they were... Sunshine and Hendrix Wrangle were incinerated in the same inning of the same game. There was literally, I think, three at-bats between these two incidences. Yeah, and Wrangle was never a Hall-Star, so, like, Sebastian Sunshine was obviously, like, the more popular player here, which is really interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I, I, I did do a quick skim of their page during my research. I'm not sure. It's hard to tell how much uh, lore is uh, technically post-mortem in their case compared to others. Yeah. One more thing to note about Sunshine, the player hatched from their incineration is Juice Collins. (gasps) Juice! Okay, so we we got two very, um, how would I say this, like anthropomorphized objects out of this. And I would say, like, both Juice and Fig are, like, some of the more, like, notable players across the league. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Juice is definitely one of the players I think of first when I think of the Friday, so that's, like, very fascinating. Uh It absolutely blew my mind. The same inning. This is Um, rough. Yeah. I forgot to note this in my Bottom of the first. Uh, Yeah, it was while the tacos were at bat. Yeah. Which is just... So much. Yeah, um, so, like, in the lore, that would mean that they they were fielding, and, like, the umpires basically just kind of snuck up behind them and it killed them. Yeah. Um, I read a very, very gorgeous, beautiful fic- fanfic about this entire incident and about Friday's casualties as a whole mm-hmm. by <laughs> our friend of the show and iconic... Lore Taco Aquilon wrote and sent me a lovely fic. I have a link to that as well, if anyone is interesting, interested <clears throat> after recording. Yeah, we can put that in the um, in our description as well. Some more things to note about this season before I move on to the, the rest of Fig's official record. Juice was the number one in batting average that season, which... Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Pretty cool. Yeah. I had no idea, you know, like Juice was that good right out of the gate, you know? Yeah. I I I did get this from their own page. It looks like they get awards like that semi regularly, or they did in mm-hmm. uh discipline. <laughs> so go juice. Yeah, go juice. Some other Things of note about season three. Vito Kravitz was born six days after this incident. <laughs> I believe over on the flowers. Oh. Nathan was incinerated. Oh my god, yeah, that was the same thing. At the beginning of this season. I don't have the full list, but there are uh, other notable players such as Greer Griffin, <laughs> Tyana Cash who Gwiffin replaced. Right. I forgot that's who um, Gwiffin replaced. Jeez. I'm not going to even try and find the list. There's, There were so many births via incineration this season. Right, yeah. Y'all. Yeah. Uh, Fitz Blackburn, it's, you had mentioned yes. in, in the server, which I think I think about frequently. Yeah. Fitz, Fitzgerald Blackburn is like 
one of the most iconic spies, in my opinion. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would say, like, when you think about the spies, you think about Fitz, which I think yeah. is great. But, ouch. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm just thinking about Vito now. I'm sorry. I, like, I have such a love-hate <laughs> relationship with Vito Kravitz. I think we all do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I want to I want to squeeze him in my fist like one of those stress toys the eyes pop out of. Me too. Yes. I'm going to like go I want to go to his car dealership and just like waste his time for like a whole day and just leave. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the only thing you can really do in his car dealership. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, what are, you're not going to buy them. Or I hope you're not. Yeah, I hope nobody is. Um, Fig. Yes. Right, yeah, we're talking about Fig. The rest of Fig's official record. They feedbacked to the Tacos on season four, day 82. So just just about one season, give or take. Mm -hmm. This would send Baldwin Breadrunner to the Fridays. Yeah. Which is of note. I I think from the Fridays... She would go on directly to the crabs. Yeah, she stayed with the Fridays until ascending with the crabs. And then she came down, defeated us in in the <laughs> postseason in season 13. And since then, she's gone on this like crazy long journey just across the league, doing all these wild things, like picking up the fifth base. <laughs> iconic. Yeah. Yeah, she's so iconic. Somewhat of note, Nagomi McDaniel was witness to the Hendrix incident. Yes. Oh. Nagomi was witness to both the Massey incident and the Wrangle incident. Mm-hmm. Um, Because they witnessed all season two and season three Friday's incinerations, which yeah. I'm pretty sure there were like, like, I think she witnessed at least like five incinerations while on the Friday's. Yeah, I'd believe it. And uh, she and Fig will both went on to become fire eaters, like yes. almost as like unstable fire eaters. Yeah, they were both the unstable fire eaters. So like you can draw a lot of parallels there. They were also wait, what weren't they both also shelled? <laughs> they were. Yeah, <laughs> at some point, at but, some point they were shelled. Yeah, uh, that's Nagami so was on like the the shelled ones pods and. Basilio Fig got shelled way later by a pod. Nagami was almost on the shelled ones pods. Yeah, that's fucking. Oh, was it? Was Nagomi not? She escaped. Oh, she she was unshelled. uh, Season nine, day one hundred and three. Wow. Okay, that's really close. (laughs) Mm -hmm. In the postseason, skin of your teeth there. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Speaking of fire eater. Fig became our designated fire eater during the season nine elections because the forecast solar eclipse degree degree decree mm-hmm. passed. Yeah, I think everybody got one if memory serves. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think I was everybody present got... but not paying attention during season nine. Every everybody did, but some of like some of the um, modifications got overlapped on players, and then some of those players got like shuffled around or like punted or died yeah (laughs) and so then it became unfair in that sense 
Yeah, everyone got a fire eater, but not everyone kept kept a fire, a fire eater. eater. Yeah. Um. <sighs> <sighs> and I think like fire eater is really notable on big because like dipping into stat stuff a lot for a long time. A lot of stats people were like, we have to get rid of Basilio Mason and Basilio Fig. Literally, the only thing that was keeping Fig afloat was Fire Eater and like hitting triples. That's like Fig's big thing in like in their performances. And now, you know, like Fig is this very beloved player who a lot of us feel very attached to because, you know, they hit a lot of, they hit so many Eclipse Stingers. They hit very big. Yeah, Fig hits big. And we did kind of slow cook them in that shell a bit. Mm -hmm. Speaking of that, season 17, day 14, Fig and Felix Garbage were shelled by Alejandro Leaf. Yeah. I think I got that right. Yes. Um, yeah, that should be right. We re-rolled their Magmatic, and it was turned to Unstable during the same season's elections. Yeah, like, talking about that incident, I think it, a lot of people have wrote very extensively about it, because, like, it's this very fascinating sequence where Ali Leaf, like, she shelled Felix first, who is, like, this replacement who it who we had just gotten the season before. Everybody was really excited. And then, like immediately after like a couple at bets later she shells Basilio Fig and this is like the only time like two shellings have ever occurred in the same game by the same former pod and mm -hmm. the player she shelled was like sort of the replacement plant because like Alejandro Leaf is also like a tacos plant player but she had been mm -hmm. like cast off like seasons before just kind of like wandering around the story of Ali Leaf is I think it's gonna break my brain. It's a dense one. It's very sad. One of these days, it's so much. I'm gonna keep our ball rolling. Yes. Last official fact on Fig. <laughs> they were picked pecked free by birds, of all things, on season nineteen. There was no day stated, but Yeah, I don't remember exactly when that happened, but you know, like I think at some point during season eighteen after Fig's uh, magmatic had been re-rolled into permanent unstable, Fig had become magmatic again. And like, I think if people were very briefly considering trying to re-roll that magmatic again, but like too many things were happening that season. I don't know. I, I, we did kind of a science experiment was the, the kind of tone surrounding Fig's re-rolls. Yeah. Oh. And it's like, once the first one happened, it's like, doom, we, who knows what would even happen? Like, I, they don't stack, so like having two unstables would not mm -hmm. do anything. Do you, okay. Do you want to know something fascinating about uh, Fig being pecked free? It was season season nineteen, day three mm -hmm. against the Very fire early. feeder firefighters. Caleb Alvarado was pitching. Oh, Caleb! <laughs> Sorry, Caleb. <laughs> Our, At the top and... of the ninth. <laughs> wow. Sorry you had to deal with our flaming tree, yeah, Caleb. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> our Caleb. Our eternal enemy, Caleb. <laughs> Sorry, Caleb. Riv, Caleb. <laughs> He's not dead, I just miss him. Yeah. It's so true. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but to stay on topic about Fig. Yeah. Yes, I have, I, I have just the most, I have the most 
stuff to 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 walk you through. Mm-hmm. We we've moved on to Fig's official interdimensional rumor mill entries. Okay, there's a decent yeah. handful of these. Exactly five of them. Oh, these were all created during and as a result of the second ever Tacos Lore Jam. Okay. Fun fact, depending on when this release release is, it may come out exactly one year after this lore jam. We're, we're recording around the one year anniversary here. Mm-hmm. That's fun. So this was like a lore jam that took place over Grand Siesta then? Yep. Our first lore jam was on Rat Mason. Oh, I'm... I'm I'm going to get my hands all up over and in that at some point. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd love to and talk I'm, I'm about like rat at some point. Rats IRMs are something else. <laughs> um I'd love to talk about this lore jam in detail, but first we got to get these we, we got these IRMs. Mhm. We've got first off, uh is there a rhyme or reason to the codes used for no i don't think so i think they're just kind of handed out like i think it's kind of randomized yeah i think like in some cases they have a meaning but in most cases you know it's just like a number is picked so unless it's 69 420 (laughs) it probably doesn't mean much yes Yeah. Is is one of is one of things rumor mills (laughs) 69 420 (laughs) No, okay. there's a lot of twos, a lot of fours. Oh, okay. Oh, but there's mm. nothing. I wonder if like some of those are maybe like references to figs, like birth and swap. Maybe I have no idea. Mm. Yeah, me neither. I <laughs> I don't I don't know how to interpret the there's decimal points in these. Yeah, I feel like I maybe shouldn't uh, bring this up, but like in the now deleted. Milfby IRM. The the oh number boy. code for that was apparently actually like the number code for MILF on on oh. an iPhone keyboard, which incredible. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You love to see people put work into things. Yeah. <laughs> but again, that's like probably not what's going on here. I don't probably I don't know not. how people pick IRM numbers. <laughs> I could read them out as we go if you'd like. All these IRMs have their own little name. First off, Fig and their flowers. Basilio Fig is a friendly horticulturist who has lived in downtown Los Angeles. Post feedback from the fr- post feedback from the Fridays, mm-hmm. cultivating LA native plants in their small apartment and utilizing upward space to build lush loss- lofts of flowers, ferns, mushrooms, and other herbs. They are often seen bringing their plants to the tacos dugout before games, giving gifts to their teammates for good luck, such as giving a pothos plant to Wyatt Pothos after a particularly rough series. Oh, that's sweet. Fig is also responsible for the several palm trees lining the infield of El Pastor Memorial Stadium. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember where the infield is... If I'm recalling correctly, the stadium itself is, like, in a six-way intersection in Beverly Hills. But, you know, that's, like, oh. very old lore. I don't know if that's still holding up. Infinite LA. Yeah. We, we do whatever we want here. Yeah, we could put the stadium wherever, you know. <laughs> yeah. Last little chunk, and then we can talk more about this if we'd like. We'll mm-hmm. just move on. Yeah. 
For team-wide Taco Tuesdays, Fig often brings fresh cilantro and tomatoes from their garden and helps prepare tacos for stadium staff. Fick is known to travel back to Hawaii during off-seasons in order to meet up with their original team and landscapes. Studying local flora and fauna, especially the flowers that have been seen to sprout from their leaves, Fig feels at home in both Hawaii and Los Angeles. One thing not quite noted here, and we'll get into this later because I have a section just for the lore jam after the IRMs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this fig is lured to be a more more humanoid shape yeah okay. more uh, of yeah. a, a, a kind of pseudo dryad yeah i was gonna say like from the text of this irm it feels like fig is like less tree like there's very few references to like the tree parts aside from like growing from their leaves that part mentioned there at the end so like for mm -hmm. while you're reading out i was like thinking is this fig like more human maybe or like less tree shaped in general what we used to do we don't do it necessarily so much and i understand why and we can go into this later again mm -hmm. uh is we tried to do a little bit of variety with each irm mm -hmm. yeah so this one was a i believe they even had uh they're not listed but i believe we even selected different pronoun sets for each irm oh this one was yeah, a more humanoid, but with, like, plant features <laughs> kind of a uh, yeah. Yeah, there's thing <laughs> going on. <laughs> um, I really liked um, the detail about, like, Fig giving out plants to fellow uh, team members. I just thought that part was cute. Yeah. I I guess this is my general... I, I, I googled this in the middle of our recording because I wanted to know. <laughs> Apparently, when you google... Where do fig trees grow? The answer is <laughs> California. Um, they do? So I do think. Huh. <laughs> yes. We, we do have a, a fig tree coming up. Okay. okay oh, there okay. is like a, an iron that actually is a fig tree. Okay, okay. I was curious about that. Yes and no. Yes and oh. no. All right. It's the next one. So I will, I will hold off on that comment then. But I, yeah. I do like this fig and I, I do. I, this might come up later or like after we get through the IRMs of just like, is it, was it a good choice or like, how do we feel about um, how the, the degrees of how human versus how plant fig is? Like, what mm -hmm. does that bring to their narrative? What does that bring to like the trials and tribulations of them? Does it make it like kind of take the edge off of how honestly depressing their story is yeah like, in terms of baseball because they've gone through a lot um as we, yeah. we've talked um does it yeah, make it a little freaky to have like this human trapped in a shell unstable or is it a little bit yeah, like, this, do, like does the plant take the edge off a little yeah bit? like having like a big flaming person like human person compared to like a big flaming tree like is there some sort of yeah. like disconnect between the two in terms of like how horrifying that is to an average human like audience member less brazen bold or jokey yeah 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 exactly those are some absolutely excellent questions i think those might be best to save for towards the end of yes. what i have written out yeah for of our course script. absolutely <laughs> 
I will say, as someone who participated in this jam, we sure weren't thinking about that. <laughs> no, of course, which is great. Yeah. Uh, what we were thinking about was what was fun to do mm-hmm. and what was cool and what was silly and cute. Yeah, this IRM definitely has like very pleasant vibes to me. Yes. Yeah, nice, nice, uh, soft, gentle vibe. Mm-hmm. Our next IRM, Ficus, is it, uh, uh, E or a yeah sounded. I think it's ficus. I think so. Ficus, maybe. I, I, I've heard it pronounced a variety of ways. Yeah, I'm sure um, it's fine. I I usually hear it pronounced ficus, but you know I'm not an expert. You know, tree experts feel at us. Drive yeah, up arbalists, our arbalists. Let us know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Botanists, call me. <laughs> <laughs> Please let us know. <laughs> Ficus pseudopalmlet fig. Basilio fig resembles a palm tree, leading many to assume she is one. Well, in actuality, she is a palm leaf fig. Oh. He is described as, and this quote is cited from a paper, I think, by uh, Forest Star, Kim Star, and Lloyd Loop. An actual scientific Jan- paper? January yeah. <laughs> Good. From January 2003, a United States. He is described as an erect shrub, glabrous, unbranched, leaves subsessile, crowded at tips of branches, and giving appearance of a small palm. Blades, blades oblanceolate to 30 inch long, nearly chordate, acute to <laughs> accumulate, <laughs> coarsely stimulate, toothed, this is- stipules persistent. Lanceolate, two to three inch long, figs paired ovoid, dark green to one and a half inches long, short, peduncled. This is so much like scientific language for a place of all around. <laughs> it's just a sentence of absolute gibberish, and I'll let you in on a little secret. Mm-hmm. That's why we put it in. Oh, great. <laughs> Brilliant. Tacos love gibberish? No. What? No. Anyways, have you heard of Nust? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Nust. The RM continues. Although the palm leaf fig, Ficus pseudopalma, is also known as the Dracania fig. That's how that's pronounced, right? Dracania? It's fine. Yeah, I I have no idea. Whenever Thomas Dracania, however you say that, of the mills comes up, I'm just thinking, oh god, I hope I don't have to say this name out loud. Which is why T-drag. I just brought him up. Yeah, yeah. T-Drack. <laughs> Good old Tom. I, I'll be up front. I think I have dyslexia because for the first like month of my knowledge of his existence, I thought it was Drachnia. Drachnia. Oh. And that's not how that's spelled. <laughs> Although the palm leaf fig, Ficus pseudopalma, is also known as the Dracania fig, she has, at this time, no known relation to even either Alexandria Dracania nor Thomas Dracania. <laughs> While a member of the Hawaii Fridays, Fig took a first aid course in order to get a lifeguarding license. Although this certificate has since expired, he assumes he is still well-versed enough in first aid to help the tacos if the need were to arise. Fig, having a great affinity towards wasps, while not allowed to keep one as a pet in Hawaii due to concerns for ecological damage, was able to find a poly- positive in his L.A. feedback swap, with less concern for becoming an inv- invasive species, she promptly adopted several wasps, one of which usually chills in her pocket and has taken up beekeeping. 
He has turned her apartment into a pollinator sanctuary and also grows lots of fruits and vegetables, leading him to become a lovely chef and taco maker. So that's like a reference to how uh, wasps, actual fig, like the fruit they need wasps to sort of uh, pollinate them. And I think they grow larvae inside the fig. Oh, if I'm remembering correctly. that makes sense. I think so. That I'll, sounds right. I'm not sure. It was discussed during the lore jam as specifically this kind of tree needs a specific kind of wasp. Mm-hmm. And neither the tree nor the wasp are native to Hawaii. And oh. introduction <laughs> of the latter to propagate the former would likely result in some invasive species. Yeah. Understandable. That would be very yeah. bad. Uh, any comments, or shall we move to our next one? Uh, so this big uh, uses she, he pronouns. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, I really like that. I think we should incorporate that in some of our like more modern big interpretations. Because like when talking about fig, I usually only ever see people use he or they. I'd like to see, you know, a little variety in that respect. I agree. Yeah, I love having, like, I I do like to stick to my one version of each player (laughs) at times for, like, just simplicity's sake, really. Yeah. But with the IRMs as a whole, over all of baseball, and with, like, as as an artist, not necessarily strictly in the visual sense but in a more general sense you have the freedom to do whatever the fuck you want yes i i use my power for evil (laughs) at this point the j-rod episode is out you've seen the cover yeah (laughs) do you know whose fault that is yeah you just drew that of your own accord we didn't (laughs) we didn't even ask you you just did it and i just want to say thank you because it was incredible you're very welcome, and I'm glad it's received. It's being received so warmly. But I have the power to make you see things with your eyes. Yes. Yeah. That's so many. If you do writing, mm-hmm. you can make people see things with their head, and the list goes on and on and on. Yeah, I just want to shout out really quick your uh, soup buttons drawing because, like, you. I just really like yes. your soup buttons with like all the hands and the socks. I want to make them real. Yes. <laughs> by, by buying a, a King's Ransom worth of uh, elbow length gloves. Oh, uh, good. Elbow shoulder length. I was thinking, mm-hmm. like, you could, like, get a bunch of, like, mannequin arms and, like, glue them together oh and just cover them with socks. <laughs> I would absolutely love to. But speaking from experience, mannequin arms, they cost so much. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Those are expensive. Even just making a mannequin, like the, the uh, duct tape dummies. Mm-hmm. Yes. Don't even get me started. Don't uh. get me started on duct tape dummies. <laughs> and, and not even. <laughs> and that's not even counting. Like you have to keep that somewhere. Yes. Like I'm, I'm willing to sacrifice precious space in my room for an am- amalgamation of like thirteen human arms, <laughs> if I can hug it. Yeah. But. Like, otherwise, I'll just have this massive arms in my room, and I mm-hmm. I guess I could hang hats off them. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, use a little, like, hat and, like, scarf rack, and maybe, like, store a few socks on there when you need them. This is true. I'm... We are... We are off topic. Oh, yeah. We're right. so exactly <laughs> off topic. Well, well I'll fault. find a way to redirect. Uh, we can redirect um, it eventually by talking about using Basilio as a coat rack, but uh, <laughs> that's related. Yeah, you can definitely do that. <laughs> I'd love to cosplay Fig 
Mm-hmm. Just the tree. Yeah. But I've done paper mache and no. pain. Ugh, yeah. The pain, it still haunts me. <laughs> um. Anyways, our next IRM is titled Fig Feelings. Fig Feelings. Fig is most notable for appearing to be a small palm tree by palm tree standards as they are currently the second tallest member of the un- Unlimited Tacos. When idle, they appear to be growing from whatever surface they're standing on, distinguishable primarily by the sunglasses perched midway up the trunk. As a team member, Fig is often quiet, bid lousy, no good screensaver. Fig is often quiet, typically choosing not to speak unless prompted. When they do speak, it is a low hollow resonance that often has a hard time carrying across a loud b- baseball field. Their sunglasses are worn both to convey their laid-back nature and to make other- others comfortable at Fig's relative lack of facial expression. The word used is expressivity, but I'm... Yeah, that... Yeah, that's fine. That one's getting stuck in my teeth. Lack of facial expression, which is sometimes otherwise read as uncaring. Close teammates have come to understand their unique mannerisms, such as physical closeness, which is a sign of friendship and affection, and extra motion in their palm fronds, which can signal excitement or anxiety. Fig spends a lot of time wandering the shorelines of each Los Angeles, observing the changes in the waves and the sand as they cross into each parallel city. They typically do this alone, and other teammates report them as content with this. At other times, McDowell Mason has been seen accompanying Fig on these long, slow journeys. Other players on the tacos who are reported as being close include Valentine Games, who finds Fig an appreciative audience for their freeform poetry, and Wyatt Dovenpart, who regales Fig with wandering descriptions of shows they've watched and stories they've read. So you can tell the age on this. Yeah, mm-hmm. this one, but at the same time, I feel like it was written like later than the other IRMs because it's more like taco focus as opposed to like the other ones which focused a bit more on like the former Fridays. Fridays. And also um this one is like definitely the most popular fig IRM. I would say this one is like the one most people think of when they think of fig. Mm-hmm. This is your uh factory settings fig. Yeah. 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 And and I got to say I am very biased towards it. I am very like um, in favor of it. I think yeah. I, I like the way this IRM is written too, for the most part, of yeah. including other players. I really like when IRM talks about the dynamics of like a team, like how a teammate interacts with like the other people. Because I mean, if I'm gonna be frank, like baseball is a team sport, and so yeah, like, to keep yeah. that kind of uh, energy alive, but. Also, I, as somebody, as a, as the taco crab of this uh, <laughs> call recording, um, very forest bestie in terms of <laughs> you have this wooden, be, cr- like, uh, character who has, like, difficulty, ex- like, expressing in a, like, uh, contemporary sense, in, like, a... <laughs> uh, uh, very human sense and so like trying to find the workarounds and just kind of being like the guy who's there <laughs> yeah yeah there's like established relationships here mm-hmm. actually you know i have a question about this IRM. they said mm-hmm. um second tallest so at the time i'm assuming that the tallest would be mcdowell mason maybe that's what i thought i think so I don't remember we whether we discussed 
uh, who would be the tallest in this case? What if? Yeah. <laughs> what if it was Val? I think, Hello. Thank oh God. <laughs> How tall is Val? Ninety uh, percent leg. But oh, like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I am holding back my swooning. <laughs> you know, like just you know forcibly those, making um, myself. Oh gosh, that one character from the Powerpuff Girls, the the sexy like secretary Sedusa? who you can't. Yeah, no way. You can't. Oh, oh yes, you like, can't see yeah. like the top the... of her head. Yeah, it's Ms. like Bellum. that's kind of Val. Like anytime you. T- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, with like the hat and the yeah, <laughs> yeah that's definitely Val. <laughs> anyway, sorry not to get off, not to think about Val at yeah. the, during the uh, Basilio. Yeah, we can talk about Val I'm, at a I'm different thinking time. Thinking about Val, yes. I know. I'm thinking about Val now. But um, uh, Basilio is sexy too. Yeah, yeah. The fronds um, are cute. <laughs> cute little sunglasses. Our yes. friend Basilio. Yeah, I also really liked the detail in this IRM of like Basilio actively trying to make um, their teammates more comfortable with like the fact that they don't really have human features as much as some of the others. It's just a very cute like character detail, I think. Yes. Mm-hmm. Back to the second tallest member note. Yes. I think that stems from, I'll, I'll give you a little spoiler for our Lorna Jam section, Loxacellas, which I think I'm, Oh, lo- Lox, yeah. yes. Lox participated in this jam, and I don't know if you've seen his, his Fig X McMason art. Yeah, I yes. did actually see that. Right, okay. Some of that was as a direct result of this, this jam. Ooh, that makes sense. a lot of sense. Yeah. Lox was an active participant and supplied much of the chunks of these things. Mm -hmm. One other note I'll make, since we're exactly halfway through these. These are all collaboratively written. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't think we're at a point where any of the chunks I wrote are at yet, although it's been so long I don't think I can quite recognize it without double checking my backups so big chunks will be done by feather i've provided a paragraph or two to some jessica was participating as well in writing up some things mm-hmm. uh, i yeah. believe the majority of the pseudo palma entry was written by aquilon uh the list goes on yeah so like in the process of writing these sort of everyone had a say i like that mm-hmm. our next one is i really like the weird tree ones mm-hmm yeah absolutely like like the human ones are fun and i do i have my own personal little kind of human shaped fig that i like to play with but (laughs) the 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 funny tree ones are very interesting yeah this one is a lot of fun our next to last irm fig and the figlings (laughs) Mm. oh Mm -hmm. this is gonna be fun Resembling a queen palm, Basilio fig originated on the Hawaii Islands, spotted by the Fridays for its slightly flowing palm frond hair towering above the coastline. This tree's seed pods growing in its palms are known to drop to the ground and wander the islands, often playing baseball and planting new figs, all identifiable from their signature frond flower hair. Utilizing a feedback storm above the stadium, one of the fig seedlings joined the tacos, with the goal of spreading more trees across the infinite Los Angeles and engaging in local environmentalist initiatives. This fig, often seen with teammate Alejandro Leaf, 
frequents beach cleanups and green activism, and works to maintain gardens surrounding Al Pastor Memorial Stadium. Games against the Fridays often involve large sections of figs among the audience, usually sharing in silence but waving their palm fronds back and forth to express their support of both teams, <laughs> annoying anyone seated behind them. <laughs> Basilio reportedly enjoys this chance to see large groups of its family, and the rest of the tacos seem to be more than comfortable with doppelgangers, accustomed to Dovenpart's doppelganger and the varying alternate realities across LA's rifts. Wow. So, like, I had no idea that this one was a thing. Because, like, usually in these RRMs, there's, like, one main fig, and that fig is the one that is on the tacos. But here, like, there's all these different figs just kind of running around. I really like that. <laughs> Figlings and scuttles kind of situation. Yeah. Which mm -hmm. makes, this makes a lot of sense. Like, I mean, as explained in the IRM for, like, infinite Los Angeles to, like, for every player to kind of have a smaller, less formed version of themselves. <laughs> yeah, um, that's a that's a very LA uh, situation. I kind of want um, more of it. Yeah, I think we should like. <laughs> I I mean, like this concept obviously didn't go anywhere, but we should like talk about it more in the taco stand, in my opinion. Locks did do some adorable art, kind of based off this. Oh, I, I recommend digging that up. Mm -hmm. it, it's it's McMason trying to hold a variety of tiny figs. Oh, that's cute. I was just gonna say like it's extremely mini cute. McDowells, like McDowellets would be so fucking cute. <gasps> yes, just these like little hair bowls running around everywhere. Yes! Oh, that's adorable. How funny little puppies. Um, I will say I don't think it's outright stated in the IRM itself or one way or the other decided on but i to my understanding it was implied that the prime fig which stays on hawaii is uh, like this giant ass fig oh. that just doesn't go anywhere yeah and there's just a billion regular sized ones just <laughs> kind of i mean at this point they're probably everywhere yeah so like in this rm you could almost have like a, a rat mason situation where the fig who goes up to bat is like a different fig each time Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yes, I like that. Man, we really have... We, we really have a hell of a team, huh? Yeah. <laughs> a hell of a lot but of teams. You never face the same tacos twice, apparently. <laughs> Knock on wood. Our last IRM is our last human-shaped fig. Yeah, go for <laughs> it. Last but not least, freestyling fig. When on the Hawaii Fridays, Fig was known as a strong surfer and would often spend their free time along the beach. Post feedback to the Unlimited Tacos, in an, in an attempt to fit into their view of LA culture, Fig began to secre secretly learn skateboarding, with the goal of showing off a kickflip to the team. However, they soon realized they were the only one on the team who knew how to skateboard, based on the team's astounded reaction to reactions to their tricks. Picking up longboarding soon after has led the team to referring to Fig's method of transportation as concrete surfing. Fig has since become skilled in all manner of extreme skateboarding tricks, enjoying the adrenaline of them and often making somewhat risky decisions. Everyone agrees that their sick skateboard tricks are very cool. This propensity for extreme sports is what allowed them to become a fire eater in the season 9 elections thus allowing them to get even more thrills out of baseball plays and keeping their team safer from incineration. 
When asked about the rumor that a dull flame has burned on, burned on them consistently since elections, they responded that fire is a rebirth, so I don't mind its vibe as long as there's no forest fires. Fig, outside of and sometimes even in their baseball uniform, is noted as extending their risky skate tricks to risky fashion statements, never seen without a tacky outfit or accessory. They are often seen practice practicing in a series of neon tape to tank tops with slogans on them such as, I flexed and the sleeves fell off, my other car is a skateboard, or sun's out, guns out. <laughs> After spending more time with the team and discovering Basilio Mason's high fashion history, Fig has continued to play off of ridiculous patterns and color combinations, contrasting Mason's put-together style. First of all, like, I think this one is the only item to directly address the fire eater thing before. <laughs> and it's like the dull flame, like eternal flame, being like mentioned way before the unstable the permanently unstable fake happened. It's like, that's kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. The dramatic irony and like kind of like foreshadowing of it all is really good. Yeah. There's like no yeah. way they could have known back then that it was going to happen. But thinking about the part about skateboarding mm -hmm. and, and yeah, this thing is radical. <laughs> And, and how we skateboarded later. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. This, yeah, this IRM also predicted the skate tricks. I, I can't believe it it, it blow it blew my mind reading it again. And it's blowing my mind thinking about it now. It, it's just <laughs> baseball is a game, huh? Yeah. <laughs> God. I, oh God. But like I mean, in just in general thinking about how not only is Fig not an OG, but they are a replacement of a replacement. Um, yeah. And of a replacement. I Sorry, no, I was thinking of the wrong player. Oh, no. I, I, I was... <laughs> You're good. <laughs> I've got Owens on the brain. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Wyatt oh, yeah. Owens. Yeah. And Owens is the replacement of Natha. Mm -hmm. But I'm forgetting that Owens went on to the Dalai. Yes. Yeah. And not the Fridays. Owens <laughs> is just kind of chilling in the shadows. I don't know what the Dolly are doing with Owens, but I hope they're taking good care of him. I hope. I think him and Fran uh, have basically retired at this point. Yeah. You know but, what? Hey, good for fine. them. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I, I guess like, I, I get really caught up in these these specific emotions about um, <laughs> uh, when the Sim really tries to kill somebody um, yeah specifically i'm not gonna bring it up but like just in terms of if if basilio did not become a fire eater and you know they got like everything else went accordingly uh they got shelled um the reroll like all of this shit like the concept of well i mean okay wait no, it technically that wouldn't. I have will worked. say that that the reroll wouldn't have. Yeah, the reroll would not yeah. have happened. How we we did it as yeah. a science experiment. So I guess, yeah. but just in general, like the concept of there's a chance that you know one of those because I know like magmatic fire eaters 
fire eater incinerations are a different kind of role compared to like incineration incinerations like they're two Mm -hmm. separate things but yeah in general being set on fire a lot because i think fig did eat fire a good deal yeah i think like figs figs eaten their fair share yeah yeah i think like fig actually has like the highest record for amount of fire eaten in general just like throughout all oh yeah all of like the disciplinaire and the expansion era just because like the uns like they've been playing so long Mm. yeah and like the unstable it all just kind of stacked where like Fig is just like chugging fire basically every single eclipse game yeah pretty much and it's uh i I guess the comment about what oh god what was the exact phrasing about like how incineration is like a form of rebirth and like so okay what does that mean as a magmatic player does that mean every time you know they're set on fire do they consider that a rebirth or are they considering you know is there a more defeatist kind of like i am i have now created a version of myself that is incapable of rebirth and i have to come to terms with my uh like what's it immortality um in a game that is full of death Mm -hmm. because like as far as we know like incineration is one of the few ways that like where you're actually just like dead because like with like redaction and stuff, you're not really dead. You can come back later. Like static, we still don't really know what's going on with that. So like, and while there are like other players who are functionally immortal through like roaming and such, like Fire Eater, it's like there's no way you're ever going to not be like a Fire Eater unless you do it on purpose. You know, like nobody's ever going to try and re-roll fire mm-hmm. eater off a of player. Would, oh, in terms of like yeah. a very terrifying whimdy, I would love to see oh my that. God. But um, mm-hmm. what does that mean? Like, how does that affect you? And then also being the fire eater of the tacos and being yeah. shelled for two <laughs> seasons—that fucking sucks on both ends. On ends on like knowing that yeah. you are incapable of helping your teammates and your teammates being aware that, hey, you can't do shit. <laughs> yeah, we've just got this, like, big flaming peanut and to everyone, and, like, nobody's enjoying it. No. It's a lot to think about. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, like, this is jumping ahead a bit, but, like, in season 24, there's all this fear of, like, because, like, we saw both with... We saw with the Breathments that, like, when they died, their Fire Eaters just joined another team. And then that team would was, like, basically still in danger of incineration. So, like, yeah. it, the, the horror of having to, like, see your entire team die and knowing that, like, if it happens again, you still can't do anything about it. You just have to, like, keep moving on and on. Because I remember, like, TGB saying that, like, there were a lot of test versions where a lot more teams died yes. as compared to like the two that we got. So I'm just like imagining. And one of those was the Fridays, which yeah. was even though Basilio <sighs> was only on the Fridays for like a season, it is still often referred in several of their IRMs that like that is where they're from. They yeah, have they still go there. back. Um, and you can, and in a sense, you think about it, if that feedback did not happen, there's a very good chance that Basilio 
would have just stayed. Okay, not only would have remained on the Fridays, but <laughs> may not have been the Friday that was chosen to be their fire eater and would have died season 24 with the rest yeah. of the team. There's so many like what ifs there. It kind of breaks my brain a little. Yeah. Butterfly effect is a hell of a thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Season 24 was just like a lot. And, you know, there's a lot you can say about it, but it was so much. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you, the reason I missed is because we were moving into a, a temporary house area. Oh, my family. Gosh. And. My grandma, who was down to help us, drove me down to the Tim Hortons so I could check in on people because my internet was off that week. Mm -hmm. I logged in, I opened, I, I opened helper chat, and everybody was just like, I think this was, no, it was Monday, mm -hmm. end of the day Monday, and everybody's just like, fuck Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> that was Everything <laughs> fucking happened. Jesus. Fuck. Yeah. That's when we all turned in, in into the garbage. <laughs> Yes. In, in the taco stand, I'll let you in on a little little secret, speaking as as a helper. If if you become one of the soups, one of the one of the uh quote unquote staff, you get access to the, the uh mod channel zone. And you can go up there and swear if you want. Yeah, we're all like so sometimes we go up there just to swear. Yeah. And everybody was up there swearing about the mints and the Fridays. Yeah, because like I woke up that monday because like at first i'm like oh god there's no way they could actually kill teams but i wake up and i see the breathments have died i'm like holy shit they're serious they're going to kill people this season what the fuck i don't know how much i can take of this so i just like go in there and start screaming <laughs> yeah it was just a little bit like that one gif from i think community that everybody likes to use of um, oh yeah! Someone leaving, <laughs> everything going to shit, and the guy coming back with an arm full of pizza. Yeah, and things are literally, literally on fire, and that mm -hmm. was just my experience of season twenty-four in a nutshell. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Except for the Friday in which I came back, and it, the, it was like the room had burned down, and the firefighters had already come and left. <laughs> yeah, just like going in. That was the longest week of my entire life. Oh, it was a week. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of the taco stand and yes. things that happen yes. in it, lore jams. So far, what I have read for you, uh, my little additions and embellishments aside, mm -hmm. has been what you can see just on the baseball wiki. But tonight, I have for you the most... What, what I, I think would be the most pertinent points of the Taco's second ever lore jam condensed down and collected here for you, for me to tell you. Mm -hmm. I've, this is the bulk of the script. <laughs> oh boy. All right. I have a link to the start of this, if either of you is interested. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if this is a link we will just include in the in, in the description, mm -hmm. as it requires being a member of the taco stand already to use. I, and I don't know what that would do if you're not in the stand. Oh, oh, it's like a link to the messages? Yeah, it's a, it's a, 
Discord. I think it just wouldn't let you one. see. Yeah, is basically if you're like, the situation. Yeah, it's, <laughs> if you're not in taco, so like if you're not it, in the taco I'll, stand, I'll give it to people. But I don't know if it will make it into. The we can still. We'll still put it in there just in case. We can look at it. Yeah, we'll see. What... Okay. But also, um, if you're not in the taco stand, you should join and hang out with us. Yeah, this is we're... this is your propaganda to join the taco stand. Yeah. Someone took the hinges off the doors, and people can just come in. Yeah. yeah, just come right in. We're not stopping you. We'd love to have more people in. To start us off, Loxosilas, who uses he and pups pronouns, <laughs> has a list of suggestions kicking things off. I can either... I, I, th I think I'll condense them <laughs> out loud and quote directly on occasion. So Lox suggested the quiet kind of vibes that we saw in Freestyling Fig. Yes. Um, I don't know if it registered with everyone else. In the standard fig, it was mentioned that there was that their voice is what? What's the exact phrasing used here? Kind of like a hum. Was it? It is a low, hollow resonance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This was also suggested by Locks. The exact phrasing: voice sounds strangely echoey. Good acoustics in their trunk. So this comes from being tree-shaped, mm -hmm. which I think is interesting yes. to play with. Yeah. Is a voice coming from a tree. Yeah, so it's like a voice coming inside the tree. So it's affected by like a sort of acoustics of that situation. That kind of suggests that like Fig is hollow on the inside, which is interesting. That's where the fire goes. <laughs> True. <laughs> Gotta keep it somewhere. <laughs> I wonder if, because palm trees aren't, they're technically a kind of grass. Yeah. Like, biologically. Yeah, they're not, I like... I wonder if they can survive hollowed out. That's a good question, because, like, trees with their sort of woody mass can sometimes survive that sort of thing, but I don't know, like, mm -hmm. if a grass could, like, if a palm tree could. Yeah. Or if they'd even... I'm, I'm just thinking of, like, it's a bit more uh, typical for a tree to just have, like, holes in it. Yeah. Rather than the whole thing being a hollow, and that works fine for most trees yeah i don't would. i don't think like that sort of you don't really see that happening with palm trees and i think that's because like most of the time if you start putting holes in a palm tree they just die stuff to think about yeah mm. again like our what's the word like plant experts let us know botanist yep arbalists I, I... <laughs> let us know the right word too we yeah. want to know if you study pot Palm trees arborist. for a living. Are you an arborist or a botanist? Or both? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the difference. I, I know there's a difference, but I don't know what it is. Other suggestions from Locks. Not shy, but not bold either. <laughs> Shows affection like a cat. Will just sit or stand near you. Oh, that's cute. I think that shows in the who they're friends with part mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. the primary fig there yeah like fig is friends with a lot of like very also like sort of quiet people that's introspective a, that's a yeah that's a big part of like mcdowell mason's like he likes to just go on like quiet fishing trips with people and fig would definitely be into that tree fish i don't see why not yeah i mean if a, if a tree can bat i don't see why it couldn't I uh -oh. didn't guess, but are they dexterous enough to, to do the reeling motion? Oh, that's like, a good question. Good for thought. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're going to think about that one for a bit. 
to continue. If you can reach their head, pats are very appreciated. Strong will carry things for you. <laughs> Gives good hugs. Good kind sweet tree. This is a list of bullet points in case that didn't get get across. Knows how to skateboard because skateboarding is surfing of the land. <laughs> good. Wears, wears sunglasses purely for the vibe or maybe slightly insecure about their lack of a face. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Palm fronds can be used to emote and pups included gay for McMason Lowell. Yeah, Aww. so like these sort of... Retweet. <laughs> Retweet. These sort of like traits got it got sort of split up between the different IRMs instead of like being condensed to just one. So like I, mm -hmm. there's like a conscious effort to sort of like give each IRM like specific traits then. Something like that. I don't think, I think we did make an effort to sort of divvy up some traits and make sure each one had some, but we didn't, I don't think it came up if like if any carried across different IRMs, mm -hmm. like if more than one would have the same kind of trait and so on. <laughs> Which I, I like just in terms of um, usually what you'll see with IRM or like uh, un-IRM players is whenever somebody lists off a bunch of there's there's in certain team dynamics rather than taking a bunch of ideas and separating them across irms teams will just try to um oh i don't know how to say it other than saying clown bionicle their way into like <laughs> um, just putting them all in one pot um yeah and so i'm fascinated by the the taco's desire to like okay yeah we're gonna like spread it out a little bit more rather than try to like make it all fit into one interpretation yeah. of fig yeah i feel like um a lot of the time with uh lore jams there's like sort of a conscious effort to sort of smush all the suggested traits into like one version of the player which so it's kind of nice seeing like them sort of spread out like this i'm sorry you caught me on the the words clown bionicle. Okay, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get fucking burned up the stake because the worst thing is I don't know where this phrase came from. My friends just say it around me when they talk about IRM, and oh boy, <laughs> I worry that it has terrible context. I I I'm trying. I'm imagining a bionicle clown. Yes. I think the concept yeah. is like, you know, bionicles and clowns are so far separated. That, but oh, like, so, if you put yeah. them in one pot, it's like a, a clown bionicle. This doesn't, it's not very cohesive, if that makes yeah. sense. I think I get you. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. You know, you're like smushing to like very contrasting. Out. Yeah. Yeah. And it just doesn't like work. But, you know, you can keep trying. And I mean, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Not to um, bring up Psychonauts 2, but like that in that game, like there's a lot of levels where like the sort of conceit is like, like you can tell they started with like one thing and they were like, what if we added this like separate thing to it? And then like we try and make that work. And I think it worked a lot in that game because like, you know, like, they started with a hospital and then they went, what if it's also a casino level? So you have this sort of casino hospital and it is just like, it's not disparate enough that it like brings you out of it. It just sort of like this elements combined together in a way that works mm -hmm. in my opinion. 
no i agree like i but um with back to fig like i mean honestly like the thing is uh like everything locks lists out it's like oh that's that's you could perfectly just put that like in one character like none of those like really disagree with each other but i I like how okay no they took because this is community um with irem a lot of people are um how's it they the the opposition towards irem is sometimes oh it's just going to be one person's interpretation it's like this is all one person's fully formed idea but instead they you took Locks's ideas and spread them out across several IRMs, so it's still community driven, lore jamming. Yeah. yeah, I really like um, the way like these IRMs turned out because you can very much tell that they're very like the community wrote these as a whole. It isn't just like one person being like, "Okay, I want this version and this version." It's like they uh, there's the whole community. It's like, well, what if we incorporate this into this and did this with this? Mm-hmm. And it, like, works really well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, no, you're okay. Yeah, it's all good. Image <laughs> clown by Unicle is really getting to <laughs> I, just, I'm speaking as a Bionicle fan. <laughs> I, I don't know much about Bionicle, but I, I just see the image of, like, one with, like, clown makeup on. It's a lot. <laughs> I, I have our I have lore jam sectioned into chunks yes. our next chunk <laughs> is a bit of back and forth there was I'm not sure what the average uh, like turnout is for an off season lore jam <laughs> nowadays in the taco stand I feel like probably it's not, not very much yeah cause like oh, what happens in the taco stand nowadays I feel like is like during siestas people just kind of like leave for a bit yeah yeah or everything slows down to yeah like even such a slow crawl such a slow crawl it's like we're standing still yeah like even now i think like during uh short circuits i feel like it isn't as busy as it is during like the main season because like i think some people are still like uh it's not like season 25 i'll come back later which good for them don't yeah have, you know don't like make your life yeah. revolve around baseball yeah i'm i'm happy for them that they can like take time off and just like sort of disconnect for a while like that's that's a healthy way to approach it in my opinion yeah okay how many notes do we how much more we got some notes to go through yeah we do keep getting off topic do you want to know how many pages are left in oh lordy how many pages script? uh As- we're on google will tell me how many pages as we are now... Five of 25. Five of 25. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. I, I will say I did copy and paste directly from Discord, okay. so there's a lot of short things with the space between them. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But it's... Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyways, some back and forth here. Locks. Figgy could teach the other tacos skateboarding. Welcome to Fig's class for skateboarding tacos. A user named Gassy Fox, who I... Don't think I've seen before or since. What about snor- snowboarding, though? Snowboarding? Jello rain. Or just jello. <laughs> well, there's no snow in LA. Yeah. Locks. Oh, the surfing of the snow. <laughs> Hen. The surfing of the snow. Yeah, because, like, there is. I mean, like, you could go to. There's, like, there are places with snow in California, but, like, you know, you kind of have to travel, like, 
I'd say it's about like two hours by car, depending on where you go. Like I've been to um, Idlewild and there's snow there, but you do have to go like up the mountains. It's not like right outside LA or anything. Hmm. Are, are figs good for snow? Is snow good for That's figs? That's a good question. Uh, for palm Blocks trees. suggest that there's snow once and Figgy kills it snowboarding. Okay. Which I could believe. Yes. Yeah. Have our, our, our multi... Yeah. Fig is multi-talented. Yeah. Football's a contact sport. Baseball's like... Like there's a bunch of yeah. similar sports to it with sticks and, and balls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's like a bunch but of different... There's also like... a lot of board sports. I yeah. That's what we call them. Fig's very talented at the board sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how to categorize them, but yeah, I think Fig is definitely good at, like, skateboarding. Feather is the one who came up with the queen palm fig. Mm-hmm. Okay. Stated that it's her personal wild fig head cannon, mm-hmm. which is fun. Feather also contributed to, like, scuttle so i think like you know she kind of likes that idea i think so i mean i know she has more recently but i'm trying to think about in the past if feathers contributed to scuttle so much you know i I think she was involved in like the origin of scuttles Mm. i think i have i I think i have sources on that i'd have to double check Mm -hmm. save saved away yeah feather has again sent a bullet list of some rough ideas for the palm tree or the queen palm version of fig i should say mm-hmm. there's a big fig which is a giant palm tree with palm frond hair that's stationary little people-sized figs grow in those giant palm seed pods and grow and drop off to wander the islands play baseball plant seeds in distant places etc they have palm frond flower hair Taco's fig is one of those little figs yeah the idea that there's a bunch of figs running around doesn't bother tacos who know who all know they have doppelgangers also somewhere in the infinite, infinite Los Angeles. Taco Fig is quiet, kind of realizes they're a little part of a large hole and only temporary, so they're a really good team player and very chill. There are things Fig cares about a lot, but their own personal self isn't really high on that list. Taco's Fig took advantage of feedback to join the tacos so they could plant trees across all of the Los Angeles. When we play away games against the Fridays, there's an entire section of figs. They're quiet, but wave palm fronds back and forth, which annoys anyone behind them. <laughs> a lot of this made it directly into the IRM. I'm sure you'd, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. you'd be able to notice. I like it a lot. Yes. I, I, I really like, I like getting wacky with it. Yes. Yeah. We have two messages from Dove, uh, our dear Beams, Moist Talkers, Tri-Teamer, Dove. Oh my God. Hasn't been seen mm-hmm. in a long time. Dove, if you hear this, mm-hmm. I love you. I, I don't know. <laughs> You may have seen me mention this in the stand, but um, Joel and Steven were made aware of this lore jam. Oh, yeah. Was happening. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> you said, like... I, I, I can include the link in our description as well. I have I have, <laughs> I have, have the Twitch clip here, if you if y'all would like to, to see it. Yeah, I would like to see it. Yeah. Send that. It's, it, it, it's like two whole seconds of whatever, and they just are like haha wow that's wild <laughs> but still the idea that the yeah that they like knew about this at all it's just wild yeah and also like i don't know i kind of i kind of like being feeling like we're collaborating with them mm-hmm. yeah on 
unequal level a bit there. Yeah, um, I feel like for the most part, they don't usually keep up with lore stuff. So it's it's nice at yeah. least being acknowledged. And this was like a month into the Grand Siesta when everybody was still in like break mode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's not like everybody was very busy, but it's still like, it's cool. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Also courtesy of Dove, Keeper Mountains made a request. Try to get wheels into the lore. <laughs> Dove comments, I think coconuts are wheels, so mission accomplished. <laughs> Good work. It works. Got it in one. And I guess they're skateboarding, so Keeper Mountains, if you hear this. Hi, Keeper Mountains. Uh, Hi. Totally Hi. somebody who I've totally never talked to before, wink wink. Um, <laughs> anyway, continue. <laughs> I only know possum or opossum. Yeah. Understandable. Dove asked why palm tree? And it was confirmed and brought up that it's something that the Fridays came up with. I don't yeah. think there's any specifics. It, it's very much word of mouth in this case. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like the Fridays were the ones who came up with that particular detail, but like we sort of expanded on it more once we got fig. Yeah, and and the fact that this is a, a thing at all simply comes from Jessica asking a Friday captain. So we we have one citation here, and it's geological survey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'd say citation needed, but we have one. We're, we're good. We only need the one. Yep. <laughs> People went a little bit back and forth about like fig being a tree, fig eating fire, mm-hmm. and environmentalism, kind of all in the same sort of conversation mm-hmm. yeah it was feather who suggested that they thought they fig thought everyone else on the team would be good skateboarders <laughs> oh yeah the exact quote is just excellent from feather maybe they thought everyone else on the team would be rad skateboarders so they were like i gotta get this done then they busted out a basic kickflip and the team lost their mind <laughs> <laughs> yeah i really like i, I really like it mm-hmm. when people yeah. overestimate us yeah, because, like, we weren't very athletic at all at the time, just oh, no. in general. Absolutely not. So Fig would have been, like, the most athletic, <laughs> which is very funny, because, like, they're just this big-ass tree. Yeah. Yeah, Trees performing all these, like... nimble. Yeah, outperforming a literal Sasquatch. <laughs> We're just a bunch of chumps. Yeah. Maybe so. But, you know. A bunch of, bunch of clowns. We're a bunch of plucky, um, what's the word? Underdogs? Yeah, we're a bunch of plucky underdogs, and we're, we've always been doing our best. And it did pay off once, so. How long can you be shoe-ins for playoffs every season before you're not considered an underdog anymore? Uh, well, um, would you not 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 to undermine comment, Louis? Just, no, it, yeah, I mean, like, because we have we have <laughs> been kind of a top top of the board for a little while here. Yeah, we did like starting season thirteen. We we're just like this intense powerhouse. I would say until uh, you win a championship, you can you are entitled to the the quote unquote title of underdog. Yeah. And okay. I mean, we did only ever win one. And then after that, we just had like some of the worst luck in general. That is true. Yeah. But with the, with the amount of teams that have not won a championship, it's like for the for the teams who have won a championship, it's like you've done more than yeah. and <laughs> one I mean, half like... of the league <laughs> has not done. 
and we have like gone farther in like the playoffs and a lot of other teams too. So it's yes. like, oh, we have such bad luck. We only made it to the semifinals before getting knocked out. And like some teams are over there like, oh, that must be so nice. We haven't even made it into the playoffs at all. Yeah. Any other new fig info from the yeah. War Jam? Jello suggested that perhaps they tried to teach Pitching Machine how to skateboard. Okay. Which is... <laughs> it's a mental image. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, like, Pitching Machine is definitely one of the few others who could skateboard besides a fig. Just because, like, I think Pitching Machine could do anything that they tried to... That they tried out. Put their little Pitching Machine mind to. But again, mm-hmm. I... Uh, I hate... Sure. I don't know. Fuck. That's funny. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. I try and think about it because, like, my conception of Pitching Machine is, like, this incredibly strong machine who is incredible at pitching, at batting, at drinking blood. So it's like, what is this machine not capable of? And I have no idea. We miss you, Pitchums. We went through a lot of stuff. Going through the Lore Jam stuff itself is a going to be a bit of a learning curve mm-hmm. <laughs> and that you know just like going over the irms like there's a lot that i had no idea like you know i i didn't know that there were versions of fig that use like different pronouns than the ones we usually use i think that's something we like to do with our irm specifically kind of yeah because uh, like we go out of our way to do <laughs> i know there's a lot of variants with our rats yeah we have like macy and then we have like the rats that are just like big rats mm-hmm. and then we have like there's there's a ratatouille situation yeah <laughs> we have a mech yeah yeah we have a mech we I, have i think we have rats in a trench coat yeah that that's also a good one but that, that was that was my idea i don't know if that one made it to the wiki i don't remember my personal favorite is uh macy i like macy a lot i think she was part of the lore jam irm jam mm-hmm. <laughs> But I don't think she didn't get a lot of attention during that jam. Yeah. She got most of her attention after. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely started like paying more attention to Macy like way later. I think like once people started noticing, you know, we only really talk about like one version of Rat. That's when like Macy started getting more attention. Mm-hmm. And I feel like hopefully like this sort of um, this episode in particular sparks the same sort of like thought with a uh, fig because I'd really like to see some of the other versions of Fig get more attention. Mm-hmm. I think I'd definitely like to go on a little bit of a Google search mission and try and sketch out all those different trees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds fun. Maybe get a few of my own. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Uh, speaking of, a uh, small tidbit about Ficus pseudopama, it is native to the Philippines. Oh. That's neat, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. Um, so, like... They're- used as a landscaping plant mm-hmm. and i'm not 100 percent sure what that means i think i can intuit but i don't like i assume it's decorative yeah i think so so like that's the kind of kind of changes the look so like that plant was like taken to california and planted there specifically for decoration i guess which is not something i knew about i don't think i knew about that specifically but i know about the the practice in general mm-hmm. in general yeah there's a lot of like landscape landscape plants are uh 
usually aesthetically pleasing, low maintenance, and like, you know, can be, you know, planted next to other plants in, in clusters, you know, they mm-hmm. can't, they can't require a large area of space. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense. They're not going to like overtake a whole area and like yeah. kill out competing plants. Um, I have here, I have no idea where this comes from. It's a screenshot that Jello posted during the jam. Mm-hmm. There's some implication that it may have been on the wiki, but if it was, it's not anymore. Mm-hmm. Eyewitnesses say that each time Fig steps up to bat, time seems to slow. In that instant, a pair of muscular arms grow from their bark-like to- torso, allowing them to swing their bat. Oh, I remember. Oh. That's like that's like where the gif came from, where it's like big hitting big, and there's just like a pair of arms that swings a bat. I remember like that specific part got brought up in relation to that, but you know, I haven't really seen much mention of it since. Like, I mean, no offense to Fig, but I I kind of use them to fill backgrounds. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, I feel like for a I, lot of people, I love them. Yeah, but trees are simultaneously easy. Fig specific kind of tree, I should say, is specific is in specific easy and hard to draw at the same. Yes. Time. Yeah, I feel like that happens for a lot of people where they just kind of use fig as like to fill out the team, kind of like they're not really sure what to do with them in specific. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. I, yeah, I, it's it's nice when you see like a. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, not a- like a. There's, there's an effect where all you got to do is add one more figure to something, mm-hmm. and it becomes a, a group shot rather than oh, it's just these two mm-hmm. interacting. Yeah, yeah. But unfortunately, fig as kind of a pom 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 on a stick yeah. with glasses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It kind of like side character syndrome where it's like. We just yeah. don't know how to, like, incorporate. Like, there's no way Vic was ever going to be, like, the main character, like, the Tacos player. Just because, like, a lot of people just don't know what to do. It was like, oh, they're a tree, you know? And and yeah. that brings up, I mean, I, I know, like, this is a very long episode. But this is something <laughs> that I would have loved to want to get into in a way. Of would making Fig... A human, like a full guy, give yeah. an element of make make them easier to add to um, dynamics, or I don't know. Um, I, I think a lot of people have an easier time getting attached to to perf like human, uh, or mm-hmm. at least like um, players who are are more prone to emoting. Um, or are less, more extroverted, uh, less introspective, uh, Mm -hmm. laid back, less laid back, um, are definitely going to get more of more attention. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I think like that definitely plays a part, like, you know, in addition to being like introverted and, uh, introspective, Fig is also like a tree. So it just like all of these factors combined. So, like, I kind of wonder if, like, maybe if, like, even just one of these things was different, like, would Fig get more attention? Like, what if, like, Fig was, like, a tree, but, like, they talked and, like, they were, like, a radical skater dude or something? Would Fig get more attention than they do now? 
Or would they still like... It's hard to say. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I can't like speculate on how we would react, but it's just like something to think about, you know? Mm -hmm. And like things that the stand kind of as an entity of it in and of itself, like focus focuses on are it's very hard to guess or predict. Yeah. How like we as a stand react to that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I'm not saying like, Oh, um, like Fig should become the main character of the tacos. But I do oh, think yeah, it's fascinating definitely. that I think about other teams, other teams' fire eaters. So we're talking mm-hmm. like Malik Destiny, Margarita Nava, Nagami Nava, mm-hmm. Nagami McDaniel. Um, yeah, yeah. Reese Clark. They herald those teams. Um, mm-hmm. They're very, they have like a lot of popularity to them. They they have um a lot of agony. pop. Yes. And and I do think, you know, uh, Basilio is absolutely like Fig is absolutely capable of of like somebody writing a narrative about that. About like, you know, <laughs> what's it like to be th- thrust into this role of being the fire eater on your team. Um mm-hmm. but it's not something that's I, I think brought up a lot in terms of just like who they are as a character. I, I think it's a similar way of uh, Vito, and uh, Vito's an alternate, but yeah, their alternation just kind of like his alternation just isn't really a factor in his life. It doesn't cause him yeah, like as many agonies like, as Sexton, <laughs> um, who yeah. struggles with alternation a lot. I don't know <laughs> if if Fig struggles with being magmatic or struggles with being unstable. I think that would be a cool thing yeah, to, to yeah. talk about. Definitely. I, I have thoughts mm-hmm. on it. I could start talking about it, but I don't know if I should right now. No, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I think just based on vibes and history and whatnot, it almost feels like the, the progression to Fire Eater and to magmatic and so on makes sense yes <laughs> because fig's birth was lo- a lot of fire there, yeah. there's a lot of fire involved yeah kind of, maybe maybe more than is perhaps typical of an incineration when you take in yeah the like double the incineration. Loss <laughs> of hawaii as a whole yeah yeah the double incineration and like the like mass destruction that was prevented by that and Fig sort of like taking that into himself and like like using it to their advantage to help their team basically is like an interesting narrative you can explore I think and then there's I think it's something I'd I'd have to look into but I think like the ta- the Takiera sees a lot more like sees a lot more incinerations just in it yeah than, than is like perhaps average mm-hmm. yeah like people come to la and die but not people on the tacos people die in la yeah yeah and, and now visit la and die in our stadium and that's <laughs> that's so a sorry. fascinating aspect of okay you are the fire eater on the team that doesn't um, have a lot of incinerations uh, like on your team, <laughs> but you witness your opposing team die in your yeah. home. 
you're and, and there's yeah, this kind of like hospitality aspect of like you know you're welcoming people into your home and then they die on your watch even though yeah. they aren't yeah you know uh people that you should be caring about yeah that's not like something that personally matters to you a whole lot but it yeah. just it still like hurts it's still like man you're still watching a person burn to yeah death. It's yeah not either way fig's responsibility to take care of other teams However, mm-hmm. it's yeah, still however, an element of, yeah. you know, you're dying on my watch. It still fucking sucks, you know? And to be a, it, to be a treat, to literally, like, be the, the observer. Mm-hmm. How trees usually live, you know, for generations and, and witness so much. And there's yeah. also that elemental cycle of, you know, trees are supposed to burn and then be reborn. And, not, and now, like, fake could never, like, fully burn up, basically. Yeah. Fig's a little bit like a phoenix that's always on fire. Yeah. The eternally burning. Like, burning to death. Mm-hmm. But they never, like, they never. They never fully die. There's no ash involved here. There's no. Yeah. There's no cycle. Just the continuous burning. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's, I think you were around, Louie, but I don't know if this uh, permeated your circle, Gob, mm-hmm. but there was a lot of anger narrative when Fig finally got unshelled again. This makes sense. Just yeah. intrinsically, uh, from unsh- knowing what I know about unshelling, this makes sense. Like, I don't think I'm fast enough to look it up while we're talking about it here, but the sheer amount of fire... <laughs> that fig ate in that shell. Yeah. The 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 umps were shooting at our our fig every other game. It yeah. Feels like like I I remember sitting and watching that would have been season eighteen, <laughs> and just every two seconds, fig was eating more yeah. fire. And it like it doesn't stack. And, and being targeted because of because of unstable and yeah. just pressure cooking. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I made the joke earlier about a brazen bull. However, I have been thinking about making a brazen bull player and so I'm like looking at Fig endearingly. Um Yeah. Yeah. And you know, there's that common thread of like like Fig's fury when finally being let out. Fig, man. <laughs> yeah. Fig. <laughs> there's there's a lot of emotions to, like, just aesthetically and, and lore-wise. It, like, The Sim is a beautiful storyteller, just naturally. Yeah. The Sim is just incredible. And, you know, it's like, one thing I always think about is, like, when wildfires happen in California, there's always, like, usually one of the images that shows up is, like, people show, like, palm trees on fire. So... Yeah, uh, I have <laughs> during during the lore jam. As a matter of fact, Dove shared with us a lovely tweet by at Ryan P A D G H A M. How mm-hmm. do you pronounce that? P A G D M. P A D G H A M. Ah, I'm not even gonna try with that one. Yeah, I I don't know. Sorry. Shout out Ryan. <laughs> the tweet is as follows. I love seeing the leaves change colors in Los Angeles in the fall. And it is a picture of a a palm tree standing in what looks like a 
parking lot. <clears throat> I'm presuming in LA. Yeah. You can see a bit of a mountain in the background. The tree is on fire. Mm. Yeah. The, the head <laughs> part of the palm tree is violently on fire. There is black smoke obscuring most of the background. God. Yeah. <laughs> it's the idea that Fig is just a little bit on fire, or or has been always just a little bit on fire, I should say. There's an element of how can you be intimate with somebody when you're a little bit on fire all the time. Um, yeah, that like definitely affects Fig's relationships too, doesn't it? There, there are several. <laughs> there have been several <laughs> former firefighters on the tacos. Um, oh and God. if hey, uh, this one goes out to locks. Uh, yeah, I mean Fig and McDowell as a relationship is kind of fucked up when oh. McDowell becomes a firefighter. And oh, yeah. Fig is left to burn in L.A. And speaking of former firefighters, um, shout out to Rivers Rosa. Rivers Rosa hates Fig. Oh, God. Rivers Rosa yeah. wants to Rivers. kill the Fig. <laughs> yeah. I would have really loved to include stuff about Rivers yeah. in, in this. Because honestly, like all, all this is pre-expansion Fig. <laughs> yeah, all of yeah. This. We've been talking about Fig overall, but... The vast, vast majority of Fig's whole deal was solidified pre-expansion. Mm -hmm. And that's... There's a lot of time to make up for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a lot there, we can discuss lot... about Fig, like, now. Yeah. So what I'm saying is we need another... <laughs> yeah, we another need another Lord Jam. Lord Jam. Uh, Hopefully, you uh, know, sometime either after this episode comes out or, like, or like before we can like do a fake lore jam and then we can do like a sort of follow up like talking about this fake's new lore which would be nice i would love to do a sequel a direct sequel to this episode mm -hmm. yeah me too aqualon if if, if you hear this <laughs> as the 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 single-handed the person who has single-handedly been carrying the yeah. tacos lower on their back. Doing so much lore jams. Thank you. I, I think I think we can just say year mm -hmm. at this point. Yeah. <laughs> promise. I promise. <laughs> this isn't more work for you. You don't have to do this. Oh yeah, we we can try and like organize it or something. You know, like we're not like yeah. forcing you. Please don't feel obligated. <laughs> I move in just over seven days. Oh god. Ooh. Good luck. Yeah, yes. <laughs> um, but after that, after that, I want I want to get back on top of mm -hmm. yeah on top of lore things. Properly start incorporating things. Hell yeah! Into... And you know, hopefully the wiki opens up again soon, so we can because like I think people did want to do an edition about like the fire eater stuff. You know, I'd I'd really love. I, I said this somewhere, but I'd really love to take all our wiki pages and and. Just kind of uh, like hold them in one hand and scrub them. Mm -hmm. God, yeah. There's just a lot of uh, clean them up. <laughs> work we need to do. Just kind of you know skim the rest of my notes for anything of note mm -hmm. and, and anything interesting I can bring up. We have here some interesting, perhaps lost lore. We're lost is a lot to say for something we just haven't talked about in a year. Yeah, but. Certainly no one's really talked about it much since the idea that people bat with things that aren't bats 
Mm. But also aren't special items. Mm -hmm. Specifically mentioned here is Wyatt Quitter's spruce bat and Vito Kravitz's tailpipe. Oh my god. (laughs) This is included with a blurb about uh, the first fig we discussed, which is horticulturist fig. Mm -hmm. And I, I mentioned at the time, and I'll mention to you now, the mental image of this soft, sweet botanist fig fucking ripping the tailpipe off a car. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah you know owns. what good for them that does own i feel like this <laughs> idea sound. oh yeah the sound of like ripping off the tailpipe with like their bare hands yeah and then Vito batting with it <laughs> that's really God. good sound when it hits yeah i feel like this idea probably got dropped around the time that like items actually started being introduced because like which is very sad i miss it yeah me too makes sense but i miss yeah. it Botanist fig is stated as potentially have gone, been going to or have gone to uh, the University of California or uh, which one? California. 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 Acronym UCLA is here. Okay. If that helps you, it says University of California with capital letters. Uh-huh. I'm assuming that's the name of it. Yeah. So that's the. Uh... That's probably, you know, a play on UCLA and then University of California, Los Angeles. Because, yeah, there's like a whole UC system. Yeah, I don't know if you would have known that as a Canadian. So I'm telling you now. I don't know shit about things. (laughs) One last. Please imagine a palm tree owning an apartment. Okay. (laughs) Like a full-size palm tree in an apartment? Yeah. Just living in one. I like this. That was brought up for Botanist Fig, who is humanoid and has a house, a home apartment <laughs> full of plants. But the idea of, of standard Fig. Man, okay. I don't think that, I don't know if this was brought up at any point during this uh, episode. But the fact that Fig's pregame ritual is slaps, I was like, I was kind of hoping for something like. Oh, maybe like a something a little bit like gives some variety, some kind of like deeper introspection into Fig. No, it just slaps. So that makes sense for the whole like Franz waving in the wind kind of deal. I'm like there, bam. I'm thinking about how one plays the spoons. Yeah, oh, there you go. <laughs> Ham boning. Just any yeah. Yes. <laughs> Once again. <laughs> The tacos fall backwards into ham bone butter ass. <laughs> God. Good work, team. Uh, I'd love to do an ep- episode on that. <sighs> Should I do an episode on that? Probably not. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, what's stopping us, you know? On my part, I have boxes. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's what's stopping me. I have word here from Hokuro... H-I-R, that would be pronounced her, correct? Oh, like as in pronouns, H-I-R? It's yes. pronounced here. Z, her. Z, here. Here. Yeah. I have word from herself? Yes. Mm-hmm. Then? Okay. I think the first time I saw pronouns like that was reading Stone Butch Blues. I was Blues. about to say, yeah. Oh, like, le- yeah, um, yeah. But Leslie doesn't refer to herself with pronouns very much without throughout that book. Mm-hmm. Leslie Feinberg. First person tense. Yeah, Le- there we Leslie go. Feinberg. 
Anyway, Hokuto herself has word for us from the Fridays, or had. This is from the lore jam. Yeah. Fig watched the Fridays play in a baseball-y place, then joined the team after fan-treeing on the sidelines. I think that's... That's fun. You know, like... Fig Fig was a baseball fan. That is cute. Yeah. And then joined yeah. the team. That- Fig being, like, a, a fan who's, like, watching a lot of Friday's games and then eventually, you know, joining the team. That's fun. I like the narrative where, like, you know, former fans, even if, you know, I don't know if, like, baseball is the best for it, but, you know, like, just, yeah. like, because such a horrible sport, sport. but... um. Where, like, former fans get to join and, like, make their own narratives mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. like, meet up there with their heroes. That's just fun, you know? Yeah. And and at least in this case, um, it was, it would have been season two Fridays, oh. <laughs> which is Just there for the great. vibes. <laughs> yeah, they were yeah. just there for the vibes, you know? Uh, but also season two just Fridays were depressing. Chilling. Again, watched a lot of death. Um, but yeah. they did have uh, York and Nagami. Yeah, like to see that before <sighs> they were both very before they became famous. Yeah, York, York was uh, uh, incineration replacement on the field for that. Uh, oh, really? For the game I mentioned at the beginning. Yes, the Fig's birth game because wow. York was a season two birth. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like. You always think of York as like an OG, so it's like remembering that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think if you're born in season two, you're basically an OG. Yeah. yeah. You know, like Vito and and like, I don't know, if you've been around for long enough, like you're basically an OG at that point. Yeah, me every time I get fucking shocked that Nick Winkler isn't an OG of the flowers, but that's neither here nor <laughs> <What>? there. No, <laughs> he's not. Oh. <laughs> I don't know enough about the he's flowers. A, he's a, the this. replacement of uh, Hurley Pacheco, if I'm not mistaken. I digress. <laughs> okay. uh, that would be H U R Hurley. That that would be Hurley spelled H U. Yes, H U. Okay. Yeah. I think that rings a bell, but not one I'm... with anything attached to it. <laughs> yeah, I've like heard of Hurley Pacheco, but I think that's just from like looking at the hall. That's not from like actually know. knowing anything about Hurley. Yeah. I I can't decide if the Pacheco is just a name I've seen around, and my brain's like, "Oh, Hurley." Well, yeah, <laughs> you know a Hurley. Well, yeah, and you know a Pacheco, so you know this yes. person. <laughs> I know this. Person. God, I I definitely know this person. Well, you know, is that like everything we've got for Fig? Yep. Wow. I I have reached the end end of our end end of my script. Oh, okay. We made it. We made it. Well, thanks for listening, loyal listeners. Do we have any shout outs we want to do? Hazel wanted us to shout out Amphibia. Mm-hmm. I am not members of this discussion who have seen Amphibia. So. I have also never seen Amphibia, but I will say, uh, please play Psychonauts 2. We shouted it out in the last episode, but you know. I still want people to play that game. I own Psychonauts 1. How soon after playing 1 should I play 2? Or or will want to play 2? Okay, so like Psychonauts 1 kind of ends on a cliffhanger, I'd say. So like you'll probably want to play it. And like Psychonauts 2 takes place like literally three days-ish after the ending of the first game. So like, you know, it's a very continuous story. 
I'll probably I'll probably give that a wait until I've got both of them. Yeah, so yeah. Have them both at the same time. Shout out to Sibber. Yeah, shout out. I would have died without <laughs> some yeah. of the tools y'all have. Thank you, Sibber. Thank, Thank you, Blazeball Wiki. Um, not being Thank on you. fandom dot uh, like <laughs> fandom website anymore. That's super cool. Anti shout out. Anti shout out to fandom. We all hate fandom. Yeah. Um, Fuck fandom wiki. Boo, we hate your website. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Jess, Jessica Tacos, if you're Absolutely. reading this. Absolutely. Yeah. Shout out to you Jessica. Kind of ran the fi- the fig lore jam, and I think the rat one too. I'd have to double check. Hell yeah! Uh, I hope you're having a good siesta. Yeah, because I think Jess is on siesta. Yeah, and I don't think she's around right now. But like, um, if by chance I don't know if like she'd ever listen to this podcast either. But like, you know, somebody <laughs> let her know. <laughs> I'll make her listen. Her I'll make yeah. her listen. Telepathically <laughs> contacting Jess. Please. I, can, I will telepathically <laughs> contact Jess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should we plug our socials? Is that the last shout out? Yeah, I'd say. Is that so. what we do? Yeah, we if can like plug socials. ourselves like where we find because like um you can find me in the taco stand and in main cord in the george's channels usually and you can find me on twitter and it's not very hard to find me so i won't even mention it i live in the taco stand under a rock (laughs) that's the only place you'll find me unfortunately i I, like technically i'll come out of my shell and poke around on main cord once in a while but (laughs) yeah this has got to be very specific like I came out for the wedding. I came out for some lore jams. Y'all too wild in there. <laughs> There's a lot going on in main court. I completely understand. A little bit too much for me. Yeah. So I, I stay in the stand. Uh, you can technically find me on Twitter at underscore friendly frog. I don't use it. I post art there sometimes. <laughs> nice. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got. Oh, good. <laughs> um, you can find me also in the taco stand. You can find me in the Kravitad. You can find me in main cord. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm goblin. I don't know. You'll, if you see me, you'll know me. Uh, yeah, you'll know. <laughs> you can also find me on Twitter at glass goblin or on Tumblr at glass gob. I post <laughs> an inordinate amount of art, apparently, to the point where it gets recommended to people on Twitter. Uh, and if that happened to you, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> why, I, why sorry? I, I yeah, do not control you... the rate at which my art appears on your timeline. <laughs> <laughs> but I digress. Anti-shout out to twitter not putting things in chronological chronological order yeah twitter fucking sucks yeah i think that's about it uh thanks for listening yes thank you for listening uh we'll get back to you one of these days Mm -hmm. with hopefully with a follow-up to this episode yeah or we'll just go to a different taco yeah Yeah. see how things pan out Mm -hmm. we'll see bye everybody goodbye bye Archives Unlimited